each other. I reckon other. the Crows could finish off Ken Hinckley's career in the showdown. This is The Bump, the one podcast SA footy fans need to hear, where the biggest names tackle the biggest South Australian footy stories. Rue, Limo, Dits, Bernie, Jars, Triple M's, The Friday Bump. Night Footy is back at Big Shed Brewing, Adelaide's home of fine brewing with a tap room and kitchen open seven days a week. Head to www.bigshed.beer to book now. Oh, welcome to the National Bump. Once a week, this podcast is global, and what a team we have got in the studios here in the uh, Triple M building. I've got uh, Bernie Vince. Good afternoon to you. G'day, Jazz. Why are you doing this? Uh, I'll go through that in a very, very shortly. Good afternoon, Rupert. G'day, Jazz. The How big are Rupert, you? the big Rue, and Tommy Rockcliffe. You're filling in. Yes, Welcome thanks to for you. having me. G'day. Now, He's Chris- used to coming off the bench, Tommy. <laughs> I normally started there and come in. <laughs> <laughs> now, we've lost Dits, Christopher yeah. Dittmar, yeah. and also Limo, the so-called comedian of Australia. I, I don't even think we include Limo. No, you don't, don't you want him out? Drop him. He's, he's he, been a bloody disgrace. He's out more times than he's in. Oh. Isn't he? He's definitely going in the trade table. Mm, we need year. to get we no won't one much money. for him. We need nah. to get. Now, Rupert, where's Dits? He's the big chief of the show. Yep. Uh, look, he's a businessman, and he uh, he mixes his business with uh, <laughs> a little bit of part-time radio. He's over in Sydney. Oh, There's a Dits. gaming expo over there for three days. He's there now. So he's going over there to find out the latest technology in the world of okay. gaming um, to bring back to South Australia. Well, did drift off excuse. down to the main streets of King's Cross in Sydney, do you think? For it's a fair to say I Rupert? wouldn't think he'd be at the expo for too long. <laughs> yeah. I think he'll get distracted by the bright lights of Sydney. Oh! Uh, and who could blame him? It's a great place to go oh, for 24 hours. It is, too. <laughs> now, let's uh, talk about the Adelaide Crows. We've got Port Adelaide. We want to know where Keen Hinkley's going next year, Roxo. But let's start off with the Adelaide Crows. That was a terrific performance in Western Australia over the weekend, knowing that Josh Kennedy was playing his last game, 50,000, kicked eight goals too, but terrific result by the Adelaide Crows. What did you like about their performance, chaps? I think their style was good on the weekend. They were challenged at times. They could have um, easily been overrun in that last quarter, but they found a way to win and get back on top. So they've been impressive the last two weeks. And um, to stand up in Rory Laird's 200th game and, and yeah. fall over the line was really good from, from them. Good start too, Jars. Uh, yes, Fast Byrne. start. I know yeah. they let West Coast back in a little bit, yeah. but the starts have been an issue, haven't they, Rue, a few times well, this they year. They kick straight for change. And kick straight. And uh, I, I did. I thought it was a complete performance again. Which was, it, I, I actually picked West Coast on the weekend. I just thought. Yeah, I thought they might win I too. thought they might win over there. Get up for, and I don't really like people saying this, even though I'm going to say it, getting up for, for a send off or for a milestone. But it's, but, but it's reality. Well, the crowd was there. They were up and about. He played unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, Josh Kennedy, who's been a star of the competition and a great fella. Um, I just thought maybe West Coast get it done, mm. which it, it was good. It was actually a good game to watch. It was, it was, it was a, a good win as well. It's a different West Coast now than earlier in the year. Oh, yeah. They've got all their good get players back. Yeah. I believe in milestone games. Uh, yeah. Anyone with any substance wants to go out with a bang, don't they? And I reckon. I remember when Tyson Edwards had one. He got best on ground. Yeah, he did. Um, Hence Freeman, I reckon. Everyone tries their hardest to go out. And if you get an opportunity to, you want to play well. If your mates are genuine mates and genuine teammates, they want to play well. The weekend's game, If you, I, I was thinking about it on, 
afterwards. It's it's like the day Tex retires at Adelaide Oval. Yeah. It's going to be a big day. Huge. huge. And yeah. imagine Tex kicking oh. eight <laughs> at Adelaide Oval. Full house. What the crowd would be doing. That's what was happening oh, yeah. over in Perth. Brilliant to watch. So for those young fellas to to not only soak that up, but to respond and hang on when they uh, were under pressure, I thought they'll learn a hell of a lot of it. They never beaten West Coast over there yeah, no. at that stadium, and for one of the first times this year, uh, you look at the best players. Other than Rory Led, they are all young blokes. Yep, mm. and that's what you see in the Frio best players every week, and that's where Adelaide need to transition to for the younger players to start being the ones that take control of if they win or lose. Tex said it was closest closest thing to a final he's played in before, for a, oh, for a while, which was, I found that surprising as well. He said it was a real well, final. It was, it was a loud, full house. The noise, yeah. I suppose being a yeah, full house and all West Coast crowd, yeah. it's, um, that's what happens when well, you play well, in a away final. They wouldn't I'm, have played in front of 50,000 nah. for before three years. Couple of years. Probably, yeah. I'm falling in love with a lad called Saligio. Saligio. That'll do. I <laughs> like Italian. this boy. I like the way he moves and I like the way he uses the football. Smart football. He's got a bit well, of you, you know about what him. I'm like with that. He's got a bit of you about him. Stop it, Rupert. Does he not turn, <laughs> yeah. but does he not turn up? He <laughs> doesn't turn what up. He wears, a, he wears a bandana. <laughs> no, it's a train, but I thought he was terrific with Berry and Saligo and Young Hinge. And then you got Fogg starting to step Hinge up. Hinge played well. He's another one. That the, played the, well. Hinge is a good I'm player. with you, Rupert. Saligo, Jazz, is a lot like you. He is very smart, um, football smart. Uh, he's both sided. <laughs> um, they, Nixie says when they tell him about where to play and yeah, how yeah. to, you know, do what you got to do mm. in modern football, gets it straight away. Yeah, yeah. So nice. he's actually an inside mid, but because of his size and youth, he's been playing on the outside. So he should be a good, good upside. Sort of 50, 50 player. I'll tell you who I'm taking credit for as well. He's been, oh, he's been good. superb. Yeah. Do not say Fogarty. Fogarty. Ever oh, since. Why would you say that? Because if, since then, since that accidental meeting that he had with Brisbane and the oh, list manager, just, ran into just the list a, manager. a bad timing, bad yeah. timing when they were oh, sitting there having lunch. And he took yeah. off when he's been so he's been superb since then. Yeah. He's been hey, he's been very good. You you take full credit. You know what was happening that day when he went and saw him? It was a, a, he was catching up with him to uh, do a deal on selling his house. But do you know he um, was down there talking to? To, the manager was there with Bruce Bucky. making yeah, that yeah, he didn't yeah. care. He was straight on the phone to Dogger. What's going on? Dogger, you bastard. A chance meeting, but no, he has been really good. Um, mm. I think the second half of the year, you can really see those signs. And he's grabbing hold of that forward line, which is taking a bit of pressure off Tex and making it function a lot better. How important, like we've said for 100 years, above the shoulders is sport or life or anything mm. when you've got belief in yourself. Mm. Some of the marks he's now taken, that mark he took late in the game, mm. yep. you don't Where go for it? them like that. Where's uh, that coming from? The head. He's never it's done confidence. that, has he? Yeah, yeah, but, but that's what he's always yeah, had. That's just purely confidence. Oh, belief. Well, and it takes confidence time. is belief. Time it's the same well. thing. Time, time yeah. in the system, yeah. playing 50-plus yeah. games Tech's helps has got to take a lot of credit because he's been you know, he working has. with the yeah. young man and it's a, it, it made it... It was a terrific performance considering the uh, Josh Kennedy um, last game of the season. Now, Isaac Are you going to say Laird is 
having a good year. You have been a little no, no, bit critical I, I of I love him this year. You know I love the, the wee man, but I, I thought his performance with the ball in the last month has really improved. So it's a credit to him. He's the heart and that soul of that midfield. The mix around. And it's better. The mix is better. Rupert, it's a lot better. And credit to Keezy. He's had to cop it. Go play that and defensive Keezy didn't forward. play well on the weekend. No, no, either but, with Tex, but you've he? changed his role, but that's good. That's good. He's, he's you know, he's selfless. Good on Keezy. I, I like the lad, but I just don't like him in the midfield. Yep. <laughs> you like him now. No, no, but 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 he, he you know his role is yeah, negating so role, shut down, but to his credit, he's had to take a hit for the team. Half, yep. half forward's brilliant for him, I think, because he's such a strong worker. Yeah. He can get up and down the ground. Yeah. And we've seen him the week before against Saad. Just worked him over and he ends mm. up kicking those goals mm. from the goal square. But his defensive mindset as well, he's a strong tackler, strong in the yep. contest, and it just gives the midfield mix of the Crows a different look now. Now, Rupert, on the uh, global rush hour, I, I, I passed out... <laughs> <laughs> when it's been reported that Isaac Rankin will be offered $800,000 a year, five-year deal, and maybe pick four or five. Now, I don't uh, get and him. And the rest. Uh, uh, what? And the rest. It'll be more than one He's pick. not a small forward like that is not worth $800,000. Because you've got Josh Rochelle. We had Stengel. We had Cameron, and they went we for their obvious reasons. No, no, but they went for their reasons, and that's probably obviously to get more money or whatever it is. But... I'd rather put that money into a quality, good gun midfielder that's out there or a key defender. Who? Who's out there? Well, well you tell me. You're all over it. You two, buddy, <laughs> do the games. What? Dunkley's available. But is he worth 800000 No. No. Is there but anyone is that else? I'm saying who's available. But I'm, that's just my opinion yesterday, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. We got into a little bit of an argy-bargy. Yeah. Can we just take Isaac Rankin out yeah, of it yeah, and yeah. just talk about positions? Tommy, how important is a really good small forward? Yeah, I think it's vital. I think you've seen that's probably what Port Adelaide's lacked at times as well this year. They haven't had that electric small forward that puts pressure on but also impacts the scoreboard. But for when they were reason. good, they had Rosie Butters and Fantasia. Yeah, and, and they had the Gray, best small Gray, forwards Mott in the competition. Yeah, they, had Gray, lot, they had a lot Mott going Lott. on. They had at too the same many. Time. So yeah. are they now the priority, small forwards? They have been since, I think, uh, since the 2017 since season since when Richmond, Richmond started expo- yeah. the pressure. Pressure forwards are important. And if you can have a pressure forward that can yeah. kick goals, like do both, yeah. like Eddie Betts, he was one of the originals. He probably was the – well, not the original, because you had Stevie Milne, who was yeah, goal yeah. kicker, and Dacos way back there. But ones that can put pressure on. Charlie Cameron, mm. you know, one of the most important mm. players well, in the competition. Look at the, Hard to stand. I'm looking at the ladder. Let's go Geelong, yeah. small forwards. Right, who's in angle? Well, they, they haven't had them. No. Yeah, but they, they're generating them, them now. Close is pretty good as well. Yeah. Uh, Close is doing a good job. Jamie Elliott. Yeah, he's yeah. sort of a small forward. Sort of doesn't put the, as much of the pressure yeah. on those. Ginevan. Melbourne, Ginevan. Yeah. Cozzy Pickett. Cozzy Pickett. Yeah. Sydney, yeah. you've got Papley. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Brisbane, Charlie oh, Cameron. You put you Heaney into that category Heaney probably. as well. Uh, Fremantle. they got Frederick. Walters. Yeah. Frederick uh, Walters. Uh, Carlton and Richmond. Yeah. That's the top Carlton. eight. And Carlton have been looking for them. They've got Motlop now. A few younger guys. They are important. I hope you get him. But I don't want to be paying eight hundred thousand. Oh, that's no, just my opinion, Rupert. No one else's. It, leave Rankin out of it for yeah, a while. But right? Leave I, Rankin I, I, out of it. I can't. I don't think you can justify. And it. I think you've been around uh, the media long enough to know what to believe in the. It's you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. They hardly ever write that you're getting unders well, in the yeah. paper, do they? Because nah, that's not a good sell story. Paper. But when you try and get a player out of another club, yeah, you got to pay a little. You bit might more. have to pay overs. Yeah, yeah. That's how we lost players at the at the Correct. Crows years ago. Mm. Mm. Uh, um, if he can turn into a Bolton type, what Bolton's doing at Richmond as well, he can go into a centre bounce and then get forward. 
he's probably the best player in the competition. Can he play midfield in the future? Well, if he gets Bol- an Bolton only goes in for a centre bounce and then drifts forward. Yeah, and but then he can gets a stay in there. He yeah. can. And I mm. bet you his last contract, Jars, when two or three years ago, uh, is a lot less than what he should mm. be getting paid mm. now. Mm. I need to apologise to apologize too because Biggles dropped this a month ago oh, on this podcast. Don't tell me. Let's have a listen to it. There's a gun at Gold Coast, Isaac Rankin, who would be amazing in the Adelaide forward line. What's your mail, Biggles? And he Spit wants it to out. be Don't uh, just flirt around the edges. Tell us what you know. You normally just splirt it out and then get it wrong. Normally and then stuff <laughs> it up. This podcast on. demands honesty, Biggles. <laughs> what have you got? No, You've got something. You're he's sitting on it. There's conversations around the place at the moment where he's just having a look, looking back here, and it's nowhere. He's not even entertaining Port. Man, I just reckon. The Crows are a half a sniff. Ooh, ranking, Jeez. ranking to the Crows. The results thing. <laughs> the Oracle. But do you know what happened? Our the Biggles. very next day, yeah. all the media reports were saying everywhere, Rankin's set to stay at the Gold Coast. <laughs> <laughs> so well, I suppose if you keep throwing darts, you eventually hit something. Well, well Jars still hasn't hit the board yet. Oh, No. No, yeah. not bullseye. <laughs> but anyway, watch this space. Yeah. Now, let's talk about the Port Adelaide Football Club. But well done to the Crows. Good performance in North Melbourne this weekend and then the showdown. That could be who finishes on top of each other. I reckon other. the Crows could finish off Ken Hinckley's career in the showdown, Tommy Rockcliffe. Yeah. What's your gut vibe? Because there's been, obviously, <laughs> David Kosh has come out very strongly this week. Well, I said it on the rush hour last week. I think the messaging's changed a little bit around Ken. I think a month, six, eight weeks ago, it was all that he's contracted and he'll, he'll re-sign. But they just haven't been able to get those wins in the back half of the year. And, mm. and we've seen even they went silent for a couple of weeks. And then David Kosh spoke yesterday on Breakfast Radio over here and he had a completely different thing to say. Well, this was Koshy early in the year in June on Dead Set Legends speaking to you about Kenny Hinckley and his coaching tenure. Absolutely, he's contracted for next year. So there's really no discussion about it. And our job is to ignore the opinion and believe in what we're doing. And we couldn't be more solid, both on-field and off-field. Okay. Well, what did he say yesterday? Obviously, this year will be the worst finish that we've had in the last 10 years. And something's got to change. We've got to get better. We've got to make some hard decisions. As I said last week and the week before, we will assess every single line item in the football department at the end of the year. Rocky, what are you hearing? You've got your nose and the ears to the ground down there. What are you hearing? Only that. They went uh, very quiet, as I said before. And then when you hear Koshy speak yesterday, that senses that there's going to be some sort of change there. Because that's going to ruffle Ken's feathers. It can't. Mm. You know, like yeah. as much as it's honest and you do review your club and everything, you know, that, that'll, you know, Ken will be going, oh, shit. Yeah, well, you, I think just the two messages that we just listened to, one was complete support eight, eight weeks ago or in June, and then yesterday you hear that. So I think Ken would be uh, not sleeping all that well at the moment. All he can do is focus on the last two games as it stands. I got Essendon this weekend and then the showdown, but I, I, I'm not sure... Where, how it all plays out. They're going to review the whole footy department down there, as they said. So that's coaches, assistant coaches, 
everything involved. Well, would Kenny be looking around? Because we know there's two jobs available. We know Clarko's been linked to you know every coaching job that is available. What would you be doing if you're in mm. Ken's shoes? Seriously, well, oh, Rupert, I'd be looking. Yeah, I, I think oh, I'd be looking. I think certainly his manager would be behind behind closed yeah. doors. I don't think Ken would be. Ken's focus would still be 100% at Port Adelaide, yeah. but there's no doubt his manager behind the scenes would be. It's the same as a player when they're out of the team and not playing. They'll be doing work behind the scenes. If you're on the list of uh, the group that are searching for the North Melbourne coach, or if you're the list searching for the GWS coach, what you do is you start from the top, and that's Clarko, and you go through yeah. every potential coach that's available or not even working like Ross Lyon and go through the assistant coaches. You come up with your list, and you just ring them all one by one to see what their sta- mm. status is. So 100% North Melbourne would have rang Ken Hinckley's uh, management and just say, look, if he's not happy at Port Adelaide and he's not going to be there next year, and I'm not, you know, Give so all call. the best if he is. But if he's not... Um, we're in the market for a coach. Well, you even take that away. So the Giants there as well, Rue, If in your job, for instance, if you had a one-year contract and no guarantee to be there for a year after, but then someone comes knocking and offers <coughs> you a five-year deal, you're crazy not to look at it. Well, that's that's up to Ken and where he wants to be. Does he want to finish a, a job here at Port Adelaide with a list that's you know, at 80 90%, um, or does he want security of a long-term contract? Because you've been bullish on their list. You think they're not too far away from bouncing back. I don't. I think if they had a good off-season, they yeah. could absolutely mix it with the big mm. boys next year. Mm. If they're all on the same page, if the coaches, the fitness coaches, the, coach, healthy, yep. the senior players and all that are all supercharged, ready to go and, and happy, they could. But that, that's why I think. But Kenny, it could also split that, as well. Yeah, I feel. I'm, what do you I'm, think? I'm Bern? picking. Ken, I'm. I'm keeping Kenny. Yeah, yep. Because he knows mm-hmm. a new coach. It's just I don't think this window. If you're talking about windows, is it's it's not that mm. far open anymore. No. Well, is Robbie Gray going to play next year? Do you reckon, Burn? In my opinion, no. No. Rock. Okay. No. Do you think? Robbie Gray, good mate of yours. Will he I've be offered a contract? Don't get me wrong. Uh, I think, that's, think that, the game's that, gone. I think they'll leave it up to him to make the decision whether so he plays or not. Decision. I think so. But I, I think don't think the club would make a decision for him. This current team, yes, what their list, don't have time to muck around. No. And bringing a new coach in mm. to find their feet for a year potentially yep. isn't isn't the answer, I don't think. I think Kenny knows the footy club. He knows the players. He knows what gets him. He needs one, what Rue was saying, needs a good off-season, yes. a good start to the year, mm. and give him give him one last crack. Yes, he might fail, and they might not make it, but then then you start to re-look it. Because Dixon, Robbie Gray we spoke about, the, the, the Bokey, players are getting, Jonah, they're getting, old, they they're getting older, burned. so then you can go, right, we gave it one last crack and had a crack, but now we've got to think about all right. Well, Start when's, when's, our, when's our next premiership yeah. coming? Who's going to be in it? What do they need to win a, a premiership? They need a fit ruckman. Now, yeah. Lysette can be that. Lysette's a good ruckman, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. yeah like yeah. if he if his shoulder gets better next year, yeah. they're in a pretty good place with uh, Dixon as a backup, Finlayson as a backup. But if they don't believe in Hayes, those other kids they've got on their list, not sure whether how far away they are from playing. Is it the small fort? Is it Razio? When they need Port Adelaide, Razio up and going. When he's at his best, Port Adelaide at their best. If if they get a Josh Dunkley, if they get that, then Rosie and Butters can still play more in the Mm. forward line. The number one issue for me at Port Adelaide, and has been for two or three years now, is the ability to move the ball and score. So the offense side of the game, they need to go to work on that. So what? 
more being more speed. effective when you get inside fifty. Yeah, so a bit of speed on the ball. Don't be so slow with your ball movement. They played long down They're the line. They're going to lose the aim on, aren't they? I th- you would suggest yeah. that he hasn't re-signed now. So that's now. not going to help. That. So there's no, a bit of noise around. Elite kick. Potentially him going to Hawthorne, I think, um, are the front runners there. But I think they just need to work on that. They need so to go, how are they going to work. work on that, though? Without, well, you, you, have you, they got the players there to do it? Well, I think so. You've got good halfback players. Dan Houston, Ryan Burton, Bonner, um, Jones. You've got guys Burgoyne that can bring it out there. Right too. Burgoyne's come in. So you just get a bit of outside speed. You can potentially add Dunkley to that. A, a good small forward if Orazio can't get up and get his body right. You potentially, you've lost Motlop. Um, and whatnot. They've tried Jones there. So they need to fill that that void, and you've moved Butters and Rosie into the midfield. So I think the biggest area of improvement for Port Adelaide is their offense. Go back to 2021. Uh, Alia, Jonas, and Cleary or McKenzie looked mm. like they were doing a good job back there. Uh, the last couple of weeks, they look like they're getting exposed when mm. the opposition have got a big hooer, like a Tom Lynch. Yeah. Is that fair? Yeah, I think it is. I think... Um, Cleary's been battling injury, so he's going in for surgery. We heard in a couple of days' time. I think Jonas will be pretty Not much straight away, away yeah, yeah, after the season as well. Yeah. What's he going to get him. done? I, I just seen him at the airport before the game the other day. He could barely from move head to toe. So he's walking he, like he's, you after uh, Broken Hill. Yeah, he just he, uh, when he when puts his the guts out of that town of money. Don't take parts. me out of country footy. Either. He made him milk the city. <laughs> they got no money left in the bank. The, the power and water's off. It you really cleaned is, them out. It really is Broken Hill. <laughs> yeah, it's broken, all right, but. Has their back half of the year been that bad, Ruth? I don't think so. I've, I think they've been mixing it with yeah. the big boys. They just haven't quite been good enough. Now, Port Adelaide fans, including Dits, will say, it's not good enough, it's win or loss, mm. but you just can't throw everything out because it's mm. uh, they've lost them games because they're only two or three goals away, most of them. The weekend, they are disappointing. I think the second half was probably the worst they'd played for a fair while. The ability to execute this year under... Late in quarters and under pressure has been the one thing that's fallen away, I reckon, from what, previous years. Why is years. that happening? They've got, they got an experience list. Yeah. They're fit enough. So why are they having these dropouts within games? Because I've heard their coaches say the same thing. Well, you watch them even a couple of weeks ago against Geelong. They give up three goals in the space of 90 seconds before half time. The game's over. They fought back and got in front, but it's just the execution. So it's I think it's just a mental thing. In, in game, you've got to be able to concentrate for longer, and for some reason they haven't been able to execute. But that's on-field leadership, isn't it? Yeah, yep, certainly is. You, you've so got to be able like to spread a, spread a message. They've got enough good leaders on there, haven't they? Like Jonah and yeah, Wine. But Jonah's in the back. He, he's down yeah, deep in the back. Yeah. Boke, Boke, Dixon, Gray. You'd think with Boke and Wines in the middle, they should be fine. Should mm. be able to execute. Has Connor Rosie got leadership potential? Yeah, I think so. He's still only fourth year in the yeah, system. But, is he, so but, is but he, do you know if he, does he talk like a leader at training? Uh, he's he got he a, he's him not the most vocal. No, certainly not a what about huge Butters? vocal. Uh, Butters sees the game really well. Um and probably has that in him. Does he yeah. push blokes on the training track? And stuff? Yeah, he does. Yeah, he's always, you can't shut him up. Rock, mm-hmm. uh, now Rock, what about if Kenny does decide to shake hands and move on? Who's going to be the next Port Adelaide coach if it does happen? Because Do Kenny's fresh? come out and said that he's committed to next year, he's on board. But as we know, this is a brutal game. Well, you'd have to look who's out there. So, mm. as I said, the, you'd potentially call Ross Lyon, um, Alistair Clarkson. Right. Like, you'd start at the top of the list and work your way right. down. Have I they already rang Clarko? I wouldn't have a clue. I wouldn't yeah. have a clue. Yeah. You'd imagine that if 
if they're starting to think that they're going to move Ken on, then you mm. need someone better to replace him. Because if you're going yeah. to move him on, yeah. there's no point moving Absolutely. him on if you're not yeah. going to get so someone you wouldn't better. So re- you wouldn't put an untried one in there, you'd keep Ken? Well, whoever's best I available, I, I think yeah. you, you potentially would. Mm. Yeah, because we've seen what's happened. Craig McRae at Collingwood, it brings a mm. fresh energy and whatnot to the group. So potentially Or you can fresh... go the other way with mm. an untried yeah. coach. Mm. I feel like coaches, they and yes, he's the standout that's done it in their first year, but mm. it takes a coach a year to work out how to push people, how to drive people, whereas they don't have, Port Adelaide, I don't feel they have time. I reckon it's next year or bust for Port. Yeah, well, the the ones yeah. that come up are Kingsley and Uzo. They're the ones that have been yep. touted around. The ones that yeah. have just missed out on other gigs. Bassett. Well, and Bassett's there and knows his stuff, but they yeah. might think we've already got Bassett anyway. Let's bring yeah, in okay. another good set of skills, mate. Kingsley's got all the Richmond qualities. Uh, Uzo's been at good clubs Hawthorne for a long Melbourne. time. There's, there's yep. one more that doesn't get thrown around, and he's had a crack at it. And I reckon he'd be better the second time round. Is Justin Leppage. Now he's he went back to Richmond, was really good there, and we've seen what Colin would have been able to do this year, and he's in that senior assistant role. Yep. Port Adelaide's a mature group, so it's more strategic for him to go there. He could play key position and defender as well. <laughs> yeah, at training. Now, can we move on to a, uh, a, a pressing few. matter? This is disturbing news that uh, I've received, uh, oh, no. not only from yesterday, but this morning. Uh, first thing I woke up, I got uh, dressed to go to the gym to uh, work on the guns. <laughs> he just wanted to say that. Peak performance. Now, eight tickets have been sold. <laughs> oh, no. Rupert, to a function down at the Mosley, Tom, to go and see Tom Rockliffe and Bernice Vince. <laughs> which was on the uh, the invite. They spelt your first name incorrect, Bert. And they Bert. spelt his wrong as well. Now, I cannot name. believe the sh- – now, only <laughs> eight that, tickets have spelt, been sold. They've <laughs> spelt both of our names wrong <laughs> on the thing. On the promo. Oh, the invitation. <laughs> Is this for a charity or something? No, yeah, 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 for these two chunkies. Nah, nah, it's – it's so what's the charity? charity. So for, only not... eight tickets have been sold so what's far. It, what's, what's the charity for? No, there's charity. Well, what no, is it? What the is there's fun. For the Tom Rockcliffe Retirement Fund. There's <laughs> <laughs> fun. It's not for sports no, bet for the Spring Carnival. If, if you want to get your tickets, the mosley.com.au oh, yeah. forward slash events. And when, when is it? Because I'll have a look at that. Uh, so the 25th down. of August. 25th, 25th of August. A couple of weeks away. <laughs> <laughs> Thursday night. Call it off. Eight tickets, Rupert. Three hours of beer and wine. Three hours of beer and wine. Yeah, hundred bucks. Included in your ticket. Is that right? Yeah. Actually, you make money out of that. Where'd you get the booze from? Where'd you get? Can't say. um, That'll come part of the tickets and (laughs) and whatnot. (laughs) And a comedian as well. Comedian. Comedian. Mickey D. Mickey D. Oh, forgot about that. Hey, Mickey D's hilarious. He's a great fella, Mickey D. But he's not going to talk in front of eight people. No, he won't talk in front of eight people. I don't think me and Bernie. So, what's happened to the ticket sales? Well, you haven't bought yours. Well, I've got Williston we this here? Saturday night. I've got our sports night be, um, up there. They won't We've be sold going. over 120 I tickets. Had, I had some info come across <laughs> we my have desk. 25 bucks a pop to see Paul Seisman and Darren Jarman. Is this for Make-A-Wish Foundation yeah, yeah. or what Canteen or yeah, one of them. Little Heroes? <laughs> one of them. <laughs> Or, uh, variety. What's it for? Oh, honestly, there's a few snouts in the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> Good right. luck with it. So, so where do you get tickets again? Yeah, Rocky? where do you go, Rock? Themosley.com.au <laughs> forward slash events. I'm only coming if there's at least a hundred. A hundred, get a hundred sold. You won't get a nah, hundred. Why don't you drop the price a little bit? What three he has a beer. What's your three, percentage? You can't drink twenty pints on a Thursday. <laughs>
<laughs> would be only eight eight pints. And they're at, ten bucks a beer Rupert nowadays, aren't they? Platters, three bits of cheese and a biscuit. That's what they get. You get, you get cheese <laughs> and, you get, and bickies. You get, no, not cheese and bickies. What do you get? Little burgers oh, and, and some nice some food as well. Sliders for yeah, hundred bucks. Sliders. Sliders and alcohol for three hours. Oh, oh wow. Do we have to talk? Can we just go there and who, drink the beer? Who, who's emceeing it? <laughs> Mickey Tomo. D. Oh. <laughs> this is the bump. We'll see you next week. Tomo, five, five shows. <laughs> you nah, can't ten. be there. Oh, oh, see you, you next week. Call it off. Rue, Limo, Dits, Bernie, Jars, Triple M's. The Friday Night Footy is back at Big Shed Brewing, Adelaide's home of fine brewing with a tap room and kitchen open seven days a week. Head to www.bigshed.beer to book now.